anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to a special early morning Saturday edition of the Peddling Fiction podcast. I'm your host, the voice and soul of so-called fiction, half awake. Johnny Profita, and with me, and the reason for our early morning episode, as opposed to our Friday afternoon episode, is Justin Hillbilly Boy Campbell. Justin, apologize to everybody and explain yourself. Let me tell you, this rural life is, um, it's an interesting trip. We went the first half of the week with no internet. Apparently, there was a major hub that provides service to the area that uh, the air conditioning unit went out, so everything overheated, and then it just caused massive internet failure across the entire state. And uh, so we get we get our internet back sometime Thursday, and then Thursday night, some tornadoes come blowing through, and we lose power, uh, and we didn't get power back until like late yesterday afternoon, early evening. So, so we've had no internet most of the week and no power all of yesterday. It's been a fun, fun day, but while Johnny is just now waking up and like rolled himself out of bed to come do this, I've already been to Rural King, fed the goats and chickens, uh, planted a peach tree. Like uh, it's been, I've already been doing stuff today. Yeah, you're getting back to your hillbilly roots. Do you have one of those bomb shelter things that's like underground? You got to go outside to get into it for the when the tornadoes come. Like it's not a bomb shelter, but. No, but I, I have considered building a bomb shelter just because, you know, the direction that the world is going right now. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, though? You like go outside around the house and you pull up those two doors and that's where you go for the tornadoes. Yeah. Like people... from Twister, the uh, the outdoor storm, storm yeah. cellar thing. Yeah. And then people get taken out on the way there. <laughs> no, this uh, this isn't really a part of the a part of the world that has those. Uh, those are more common, like out in the. uh like out in the Plains states, uh, Nebraska, Kansas, out that part of the that part of the country where it's more flat. Here, there's more hills and, and trees and stuff. So usually, when a usually when a tornado comes through, they don't do a significant amount of damage unless it's just like something massive, like the one that came through and uh, wiped out Western Kentucky, where my where my parents are from. Uh, that one was kind of a, an aberration. Usually, they don't get up to that that type of a strength in this part of the world okay and so what's going on with this uh the monkey pox thing can we blame hillbillies for having sex with animals for this one or and this this came out of massachusetts so this is all the uh the northeastern elites it's all their fault they're the ones who are fucking the monkeys and and what's going on like i've seen headlines i haven't been i'm gonna lean on you for this one i've just seen like pictures of people's like nasty fucking skin lesions and shit <laughs> just like, right, here we here we go again they're gonna try to freak us out with this one so i don't know how contagious this is exactly um or how deadly it is i haven't i haven't looked a whole lot at that side of it like the I saw it, it had to be transferred from like fluids or you had to be like bitten by somebody. <laughs> oh, well, uh, this, this will probably, uh, this will probably be like murder hornets. It'll probably shake itself out pretty quick. Or uh, what was it? Zika, I think was one that uh, Zika was the one from 2016. I want to say it was 2018 that, that really kind of petered out quick when they figured out that it wasn't as transmissible and it wasn't as bad as what they had initially thought. So maybe this one will be similar similar situation but i don't know if you remember back in january there was a shipment of these medical uh medical test subject monkeys that was going from florida to somewhere 
and it wrecked and a bunch of them like a bunch of these monkeys got loose it was somewhere in pennsylvania and a bunch of these monkeys got loose they said that they rounded them all up they uh exterminated most of them some woman got bit by one and ended up getting real sick and dying but there was really no major coverage on that uh, i remember at the time like the woman was talking about they were giving her all of these different medications and stuff but they wouldn't tell her what they were giving her and I, i'm almost 100 percent positive she ended up dying um no 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 word was really spread about what what they were giving her or what she died of um so anyway that was back in january and now now we have monkeypox in Massachusetts. So, coincidence? Maybe? <laughs> I do not remember any of that story, but it does seem like something out of a movie, like out of the Outbreak movie with Dustin Hoffman, that the, the, you know, the test monkeys get loose and then they start biting people. Then we turn into fucking zombies. See, we talked about it on the morning show because it's right up our alley for something that we would talk about, like a, a monkey... A, truck of monkeys crashing and and them getting loose that's that's completely up our alley so of course we talked about it but yeah i mean the the story for the most part got completely ignored and and especially the part about the woman who got bit and died uh that that really got got ignored but here we are now and then the the really really interesting thing about this even if you don't uh even if you didn't know anything about the the monkey uh the monkey transport crash in uh, sometime in 2021, the NTI did a war games type of a thing. So have you seen the, the different papers and stuff where in 2019, I believe it was, they were war gaming a coronavirus type of a outbreak. And, and basically everything for the way they war game this thing is how the, the actual COVID-19 and response has gone for the past two years well in 2021 they did a a war game scenario of monkeypox and wouldn't you know in their war game scenario there's a monkeypox outbreak that happens in may to june of 2022 it's almost like the war game scenarios are more like a uh it's more like a leaked like a, document of what we're planning to do than a uh, yeah. preparation. Yeah, it's like a, a trailer for the the upcoming movie. What I did not know that I didn't know that they were wargaming these things. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I I can't put it past them at this point. They're so fucking out of control that it would not surprise me that they're right, like so taking really it to the next level. The really crazy thing about these war games scenarios is the World Economic Forum, this N, uh, NTI, uh, what is it, NHS, CDC, and WHO are some of the different ones who have put together these different war game scenarios over the past like 20 years. And almost to a T, every time they do one of these scenarios, within two years and sometimes uh well more often than not within a year of them doing these war game scenarios it happens like they're not they're not war gaming what might happen they're going ahead and putting together their game plan for the next thing they're going to roll out uh, it's this is all conspiracy theory and i don't have evidence to back any of this maybe it is just coincidental that they happen to be war gaming these things within uh, you know, a year to 18 months of them actually coming to fruition, but it just seems too fucking coincidental. Well, why would they even like, yeah, the, the, the problem with a lot of these, like <laughs> these theories and everything is like, why would they release these wargaming things? I don't know they that they're necessarily on... released so much as they are, they exist out in public on these, like, like nobody knows what NTI is or is going to go look at it, even though that this is one Absolutely of the, did. This is one of the organizations that has done a lot of these different wargaming scenarios over the last 20 years. Like the average person doesn't know anything about that and isn't going to go looking for that. So then, and then when it gets shared and, and people see, oh, this has been out there for over a year, then, then the, uh, you know, the COVID idiots and the ones who actually believe the narrative, they're just like, oh, you're just some conspiracy theorist. That's not real. Nobody's ever heard of this NTI thing. Yeah. That's that's uh, that's something <laughs> fake you made up. 
So yeah, maybe they just need to get with the the times of the uh, social media, being able to share this kind of stuff. Uh-oh. I've got people here for a lawnmower. All right. <laughs> in true hillbilly fashion. We'll I'll break. be back in just a second. All right. Hey guys, today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Lorenzotti Coffee. You know them well by now. They're our oldest and longest running sponsor. We love these guys. We love their premium Italian coffee that they deliver right to your door. So do yourself a favor. Get your morning started right with the taste of freedom. Go to Lorenzotti.coffee and use promo code FICTION so they know I sent you. And you'll get 10% off your order. That's Lorenzotti, L-O-R-E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, Z as in Zebra, O-T-T-I dot coffee, promo code fiction get all of your coffee and coffee supplies from these guys and not only are they fans of the show but they've gone above and beyond the call of duty as a sponsor so go order some coffee order an espresso machine get a coffee grinder do it all at lorenzotti.coffee promo code fiction all right everything uh you got everything figured out oh i forget i'm on eastern that's your john deere motor all loaded up and sold Oh, wife talked him out of it. <laughs> His wife talked him out of it. Oh, okay. Not mine. So yeah, like the really funny thing about these war game things is, you know, nobody nobody knows who NTI is. Nobody. Uh, it's a it's really impressive how many people don't know what the World Economic Forum is. There was even an article that I, I'm almost positive it was in Business Insider or it was a a more mainstream. Uh, like news source that talked about how the how the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset is a new right wing conspiracy theory. It's like no, no, these aren't right wing conspiracy theories. These are literally things that exist that they talk about on a regular basis. What are you, like this is how dumb the average populace is. Like they don't yeah. even know that this shit exists. Yeah, it is amazing. Well, yeah, they just have blinders on, and there's I mean, there's too much. I don't, I don't. I don't blame a lot of people for not obsessing about this, especially when they have like lives of their own. And, but there's just, there's so many fucking agency. This thing is, it's just a Leviathan that nobody can really wrap their arms around. Even the people that are in it probably don't even know what, what half the, you know, what the other half is doing. And uh, my, my question is about these war games. Like, was their war game for the coronavirus as bad as it actually played out? Like, did they fuck everything up? Did they get everything wrong every step of the way? And is that how this monkey pox thing is going to go? It's like, if I was war gaming it, I don't think I would drop the the actual uh, coronavirus if, if this is, if what we just went through for the last two years was the way the war game uh, pl- played out. So I don't, I don't recall what the projected response would be but for coronavirus they pretty well played it step by step the way that they had wargamed it so so whether they wargamed it that they would continually fuck it all up and make it worse or not they still continued to go step by step the way they wargamed it which could be why they continued to fuck it up and make it worse because they didn't have a plan for if this doesn't work what do we do so who knows? Yeah. So they're just, they're basically just testing their war game theory out in real life on the, the human population. There you go. That, this is how much your government cares about you. Uh, 9-11 was war gamed. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I remember watching a uh, a show, I think it was that Sherlock Holmes remake with uh, the Asian chick, which I actually kind of liked. Um, and they were, yeah, they war gamed some, some scenario and then like the government ended up fucking taking out everybody that was on one team of the war game because they like figured out how to fucking destroy the planet like three times over or something like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it is a very fucking, well, this is the thing. I don't understand why people trust government. I mean, as libertarians, obviously we have been red pilled on this issue. But what about government? What have they done for people, just say over the last 50 years or so, that would not only instill trust, but confidence that they can do so, they can do what they say they're going to do, um, the, that they have the ability to do what they say they're going to. I mean, they come up with these lofty goals. You know, we're going to rid the world of terrorism, terrorism and racism and 
It's like, dude, you guys can't, you literally can't even balance a budget. Um, and, and, or adhere, you know, like their, their spending is completely out of control. Every, every aspect of our lives that they're involved in is like a complete disaster. And, and everybody's so upset that it's a disaster, but because they can point to this other team, uh, they fucked it up. We're going to do a great job as soon as we get control. And each team has control just long enough to give the other team like plausible deniability. Drives me fucking crazy that people <laughs> don't pick up on this. Well, and and like like talking about um, the things that they they have these like lofty projections projections and stuff. They don't even put forth an effort to to make those work. Oh, like God, all of yeah. their uh, all of their global warming or climate change initiative, everything like that, like going to be uh, zero emissions by such and such year or whatever but then when you go and you look at the details of the plan uh, china india the biggest polluters on the planet they're letting them stretch it out for an extra 40 years past when this whole zero emissions goal is so it's like okay that's zero emissions for every country that can afford it but the ones who aren't going to do it you just let them keep doing whatever the fuck they want and they're the biggest polluters anyway like so this is all just a this is all just a big money grab and and a circle jerk because at the end of the day it's not going to accomplish anything because you don't have hold anybody accountable for it. Right, right, and you know that like anytime you see Congress talking about uh, they're going to balance the budget in ten years or this does this in ten years, like no, they're not. Nothing is going to happen because you're going to get a whole new Congress in there by then, and they're not bound by the previous Congress. That's that is just one giant fucking circle jerk. And they're blowing smoke up your ass. They've been doing it for fucking for decades now, like decades. They've been getting away with this. Oh, we need it, it. Comprehensive is another one. That's another. If we need comprehensive, whatever, they don't want anything to get done because nothing's that, you, you know, there's no like panacea for any of these fucking problems. So there's not going to be comprehensive border reform or comprehensive, you know, anything. It's just another buzzword that they use when they don't actually want anything to get done, but they want to pretend like they're accomplishing things. And yeah, uh, we're, we're going to initiate this plan. And in 20 years, it's going to do this. Okay, that's cool. Uh, six years from now, the entire House and Senate are going to turn over and they're going to override that whole thing and throw it out the window and do their their own plan that's going to be done in 20 years. And, you know. Yeah. And there's, there's no accountability whatsoever. There's no repercussions for not hitting any of these benchmarks. You know, like we're, we're going to talk about here in a minute with the FDA, there's the incentive structure is so fucking perverted. It, you screw up, you let the American people down and the government wants to give you more money here, here, here. To, you, you need, oh, you need more money to solve this problem now. Okay, here you go. And in the private sector, if we had, you know, uh, private regulation over something like baby formula and, you know, the, the, the company that was responsible for fucking regulating this stuff completely screwed it up. You're not going to give them more money. They're not going to get more business if they stay in business, which is unlikely. Uh, they're going to lose a lot of money. So their incentive is to be Johnny on the spot with things to be, you know, hyper vigilant and competent and effective and efficient. And every other, you know, the exact opposite of that is what applies to every government agency. When they fail, they get more money. That's all that's, it's literally that simple. Like, okay, so what's their incentive now to be competent? They don't have any. What's their incentive to be fucking efficient? They don't have any. What's their incentive to fucking cut caught? They don't have any because they can just ask for more money. And we just have, so we have this baby formula bill. I, I, is that the name of it? Is it like baby formula, like save the babies or some shit? See, I was without power yesterday, so I must have okay. missed this. This, okay. this is the first time hearing about yeah. a baby formula bill. Okay. I don't know the name of it, but I, I assure you it's like, we're going to save all the babies. Here comes a, a truckload of baby formula, baby formula bill. That's the name of it. It's a $28 million bill, uh, 25 of it, if I'm correct on this, you, know, you can check my numbers, but you get the point that I'm trying to make here, it is going to the FDA to increase salaries. And um, because the FDA needs more money, 
now to get this the ba- the new baby formula products up you know up and running we got to get more bit you know we got to get more production we got to cut through the red tape and in order to do that we need another 25 million dollars and increased salaries and increased staff and blah 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 now uh, my question my initial question was what's wrong with the 8.4 billion dollars that we've already allocated to the FDA to do this sort of thing a 30 35% fucking increase they got 35% now that is unheard of in the private sector oh we're just going to increase your budget by 35% this year but here you go 8.4 billion dollars for fiscal year 2022 35% increase and they don't have them. We need more money to, to to do this. And why do we have the baby formula uh, issue to begin with? Now, what you know, it's still debatable as to whether or not this um, manufacturer, like you know, screwed actually screwed something up and had to to pull their product, as as far as I I know. But we have four major companies that make up ninety percent of the baby formula manufacturing in America. Four. Four, four companies, like, why is that? Why are there only four companies? Could it have anything to do with government regulation? Like, why aren't there a bajillion fucking baby formula, like organic baby formulas and like, you know, dairy free and all, the, you know, this granola shit that people, like there, I, there's a million coffee shops. There's a million fucking uh, options for that. There's a, a million options for us to feed ourselves, but baby formula, highly regulated. Um, you know, I, I can only imagine w- w- what's involved with that when it comes to the FDA, because you know, well, trying to sell like, like the alcohol really crazy, or something. Well, and they're like the really crazy thing that we've talked about before with the the FDA on this is uh, the FDA won't allow other companies to get involved in it. There, it's incredibly incredibly hard to get into that market, and then. They don't want you to make your own baby formula using historically proven formulas and stuff like that. They, you, you can only have the FDA approved shit, but then the FDA approved shit had to be pulled off the shelves and is the entire reason we're in this position to begin with. So right. how's that working now? Yeah, well, uh, the, the mental gymnastics for the FDA apologists is, is quite something. You know, I've been, as we were kind of talking before the, the show, I've been going back and forth on Twitter at Pedal Fiction, for those of you that don't follow me, I really do think my Twitter is underrated, but whatever. I guess I'm a little biased in that regard. Yeah, I've been going back and forth, like, because, yeah, I made some comment about, like, what, you know, I felt like, uh, is it Joe Pesci in Casino, where his wife keeps asking him for fucking money? And he's like, what's wrong with the money I, I already gave you? I gave you like 50 grand yesterday. What happened to that? It's just like, I just gave you $8.4 billion. Can you use some of that to make some baby formula hit the shelves? Maybe it's like, ah, oh, no, we can't possibly do that. We are just stretched to the max. We need to hire more people. We need to increase salaries. It's just like, get the fuck out of here. Do it with the 8.4. But then people are like, oh, I suppose you want to live in a world without the FDA. And I was like, yeah, actually I do. As a matter of fact, I do. I, I want to live in a world without the FDA where people have baby formula. Call me crazy. And I, I believe that world would exist. And then, the, you know, they come back at you with like this, this dystopian, They're like, I'm going to start a company and I'm going to put like high fructose corn syrup and, and crap in my baby formula and make a bajillion dollars. And I was like, okay. So, well, obviously you don't know that much about high fructose corn syrup because it's really not everything that it's been played yeah. up to be anyway. They, they like, might not. They, they said like a, like two shitty, I'm going to put a bunch of crap in there and sell it to people. I don't have to label it since there's no FDA and I'm going to make so much money. And I was like, all right, uh, you do that. I'll start a company that tests and reviews baby food and we'll see who stays in business longer. Right. Because what's going to happen in a free market, actual free market situation that, that these fucking morons don't seem to understand is okay you're going to put rat poison and other shit in your baby food and you're going to make a killing oh and, and accept that you're going to sell that stuff people are going to die you're going to get your balls sued off and you're going to go under out of business um and at the end of the day you're you're probably going to end up killing yourself because things are going to get so bad for you like you're it's not going to be some wonderful world where you can just sell the worst shit imaginable and get away with it like yeah. you're I mean, you're going to end up being held accountable for that. And your business is going to go under because that's the way real capitalism works is that if you actually put together a good product, people are going to buy it and you're going to do well. And if you put together a shitty product, people won't buy it 
and you'll go out of business yeah. as opposed to the way it's currently set up with this crony corporatist thing we have going on in America, where if you put together a good product, somebody in government is going to regulate the hell out of you until you can't make it anymore. While the people who put together the shitty product are going to keep pushing money to the politicians to ensure that they get to stay in business and keep pushing out their shit. Well said. Very well said. But, you know, it just doesn't it does not resonate with these people. They they don't think that people like, you know, it's weird because they think that we live in a democracy. It's like, OK, all this stuff that the government has, the people want. Right. They want the FDA. Why do they want the FDA? Well, because people want safe food to eat. You know, they want to know that what they're eating is what you say they're you're feeding them. It's safe to consume. And, you know, now they have to prove efficacy as well, which is you know, that's a whole other fucking expensive ball game as far as the FDA is concerned. But it's like, if the people want that, it, then the market will provide that absent the FDA. You don't need the FDA with their $8.4 billion to do what Consumer Reports is doing for fucking free. And that whole thing's a money racket anyway. Like, like I've talked about it on my own show with uh, a couple of the guys who are more agorist types and do their own grow vegetables and raise goats and chickens and turkeys and stuff like that and like the the process that you go through with the fda and the us usda to get certified as organic or whatever it's just a bunch of paperwork and paying certain fun or uh, paying certain application fees like it it has nothing to do with which the way you actually grow your stuff it's did you go through the right did you jump through the right hoops did and you pay, pay the, the right people yeah. did you fill out the right paperwork and, and at the end of the day, you can completely raise a shit product and put that stamp on there that says it's organic because you you jump through all the right hoops to get that. Whereas somebody like, say, me, that's growing everything entirely organic, I'm not going to go through all that bullshit. Well, I can't get that stamp. So there are going to be some people who, if I were to try to sell, you know, tomatoes or whatever, they'd be like, oh, well, this isn't uh, USDA certified as organic. So how do I know what you did or didn't do with it? It's like, uh, you don't know what they did or didn't do with the stuff that is certified as USDA organic. So what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Well, th that's the thing. They have this, they have this completely unfounded faith in government. If it's, you know, and a complete un an utter fear of free market actors. And it, and that is 100. It's gotta be a product of government schools, of propaganda, just berating them for the first 20 years of their life. Because all the evidence is to the contrary. Every incentive as a company is for me to fucking take good care of my customers because my livelihood depends on it. Like the, the, this guy actually sent me uh, a, um, like a video or yeah, a video or yeah, it was like a news story. And it was like, oh, like we did this investigation. And it was, you know, it was like the attorney general or something or Lieutenant Governor of New York, I, I forget who it was, Governor of New York, somebody did an investigation and found that something was tainted, like herbal supplements were tainted or something. And immediately the stores pulled it off their shelves. <laughs> I was like, don't you see that the stores haven't sent, like even just like the customers don't have to do their due diligence. You just need the stores to do it. Um, because as soon as that investigation is done, like, I don't want to be selling like terrible stuff to my customer. I want them coming into my store to buy the things that is good, are good for them that they want. And he's like, well, who had to do the investigation? And I was like, well, okay. Yeah. I mean, like if the government's going to assume that role, then yes, you're going to get a lot less free market regulation than there would be because the government's claiming to do it. That's why Bernie Madoff was able to operate for years with like the most ridiculous Ponzi scheme ever because he had the stamp of approval, the government stamp of approval. Look, I've been audited by the government. Everything's copacetic. It, it, it really is just unbelievable, man. I, I don't, I, you know, the only reason I engage in this is, well, I, I like to have my ideas challenged from time to time. Not like this is much of a challenge, but I, there are other people reading these things and hopefully they're going to see that we have a much stronger argument here. Uh, and, and just like how like they always go to this dystopian thing, like free market's going to poison you or they're going to have these fake labels and everything. But these angels, these infallible angels that work at the FDA are incapable of wrong or harm. Uh, you know, they're like, oh, well, you could do this. You could do this. Like, I could just as easily turn that around and be like, you could bribe an FDA official to approve your horseshit label. I don't know. Like, why is that out of the question? <laughs> it's probably easier, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I just, 
I, I never hear a convincing argument for why we we really need to have the FDA, especially in its current format. And there were, you know, they kept saying things like there'd be no legal repercussions for like mislabeling things. I was like, there, who's ta- who's that's fraud. There's a whole system for pursuing that. I can't just say like there's like beef in this dish and it's just like fucking cat meat or something and get away like well who's gonna who's gonna look into it like a million people are gonna look into it like that's the other thing the other great thing about the free market is you don't just have this one bumbling bureaucracy you have a million eyes of the free market you have a million you know i'd much rather attack a problem like that from a ten thousand different angles than have one thing that we're depending on and when they drop the ball um it's uh, okay now we have a shortage. It's just like, why, why put all of your eggs in that basket? And well, like the people who are always making that argument, they're completely divorced from reality, which I mean, everybody on that side tends to be divorced from reality as a whole anyway, but like, yeah. they well, don't think really divorced from reality. Let me tell you. They don't seem to understand how like the legal system works in, in any way whatsoever. Like that's the, the this, this, dystopian idea that they have of if you let the free market do what the free market does that it would somehow be a terrible thing and and you would have all these uh these like negligent or just outright evil characters that would come into to play that's not the way the that's not the way our legal system is designed like you're not you're not throwing out accountability you're throwing out the government entity that has a stranglehold over who is supposedly approved and who isn't that's that's it that's literally all we're talking about yeah and i mean like clearly there is a market for accountability um so why why wouldn't there be people entering that market uh, to to do so to make money doing it and yeah i don't have a problem and they're oh, how are you going to fund it how are you going to fund the, this company of yours and i was like i was like just google google baby food formula review right now and I guarantee you something will come up. You know, it's like a consumer reports thing comes up. And, and did, uh, you know, did I have to buy consumer reports? No, it's like this news agency read the consumer report thing. And it turns out there's like arsenic and all this other shit in there. How is that possible with the FDA? Like, you know, the FDA has like a certain uh, allowable amount of arsenic that they account for. They're like, yeah, you can have this much arsenic, but no more. And that's perfectly acceptable by their standards. Next up, I'm, I'm sure that's not a, on the uh, label. Is that on the label? That they have look at a list of the have look at a list of the ingredients that go into vaccines. Yeah, and she's like, "Well, there's there, there's no, you know, you don't have to put a label on there, so nobody's going to label it. Nobody's going to know." It's like, "Do you okay?" I was like, "If it makes you feel better, I can start a baby food company that puts the label on, and then you get to the store, and there's your mystery product and my properly labeled thing." Which one are you going to buy? I, I mean, like, <laughs> it's like they never really think through uh, the their their position on this. And it's just, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just dumbfounded by it. The idea it's, that you. It's this codependence that, that the system that we are brought up in from, I mean, at this point, from cradle to grave, um, the system that we're brought in that brought up in has created this codependence on somebody else to do everything for you like people like us who are willing to go out on a limb and take risks and just take care of yourself and not rely on other people are becoming rare unfortunately and i mean it's that you can codependence is how you can really summarize everything that you've seen over the last two years and the people who have just sucked up to the government teat and embraced yes govern me harder daddy and that yeah and that is totally by design like that is the what's the formula they give you well you go to government schools and then you 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 know you borrow from the government to overpay for a worthless college degree and then you get some job as a cog in a machine you're you're at a cubicle for 40 years and then you 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 pay into this fucking government ponzi scheme most of your income and then at 65 you retire and you depend on this government check to come to keep coming to keep coming just to sustain you know uh, some semblance of your standard of living and who was yeah. it that said if if they started requiring children to go to school at age one and learn to and start learning to walk in in schools 
that within a generation, people would be convinced that you can't learn to walk unless you go to school. Oh, God, who was it? Yeah, it's yeah, I wish a I Harry Brown quote or something. But, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've, I have heard that and I don't know who to attribute it to. But yeah, it, people would be convinced that you wouldn't be able to walk unless you went to school. And, you know, this this false sense of security that people have now because they think the government is like this hypervigilant watchdog that has our best interest in mind it is unbelievable. And if you take that away, there would be, you know, people would be, they do a lot more due diligence before just like buying something or like setting up a bank account. Another great example, you know, people do absolutely no research before they just put their entire life savings into a bank. Why do they do that? Because the government has guaranteed their deposit up to $250,000, which is like a, a completely separate fucking thing. We don't have to get into how ridiculous that is. But um, they, they they just look for like no ATM fees <laughs> and, and like who's paying me like the highest. Interest. They don't look at balance sheets. They don't look at like whether, you know, are, are they involved in like this fucking crazy derivative housing derivative market? Are they doing collateral debt obligate anything like that? No, not interested. They'll do more research before they buy a fucking computer or like an iPhone before they, you know, then when they put their entire fucking livelihood into. And that's it's and that's by design. They want people relying on these government agencies and they have done an unbelievable job of convincing people that without them, there would it would just be complete chaos. Where, where it's like, and, the, and, you know, we have, it's not like these things don't already exist. Like I said, with the baby formula, like there are already people testing this stuff and reviewing it and telling you what's in there on their own dime. And like that, this is, you know, the free market will provide, you just have to have some faith and yeah, there's going to be fraud. Uh, there's going to be bad actors. I would, I would, you know, go way out on a limb and say there would be less of it. And they wouldn't be able to act as badly for as long as they do without the protection of the fucking federal mafia. I, I mean, all you have to do is look at the multiple, multiple huge payouts that Pfizer and Moderna and all of these pharmaceutical companies have paid out over the last 20 years. Like, and they get the FDA and the CDC stamp of approval. Well, not they only are, that, they got, they got them to waive liability on the fucking biggest vaccine rollout the world has ever seen. Right. These are the Jesus ones that are these Christ. are the ones that are FDA approved, that are the trusted, you know, the trusted science. Yeah. And they have the biggest payouts and they do this regularly. Like this isn't few and far between. Like they, they are getting hit with these lawsuits consistently that I don't know. I can't remember how many open lawsuits Pfizer currently has against it, but it's it's something insane. All because of this malfeasance type stuff where they don't report stuff like they're supposed to. But and and then what, what they do report has been completely whitewashed to only show the good stuff. And then when there's FOIA requests or something for the actual documentation, then it comes out, oh shit, they've been lying about this the whole time. Like these are the people that the that the FDA and the US government tell you to trust. You trust them more than somebody independently that is actually going to have accountability put on them if they fuck up because Pfizer has no reason to do anything honestly or to do anything the right way because at the end of the day they're the approved rubber stamped government entity they can fuck up as much as they want and it's never going to hurt them if you as an individual are making that same thing and you're not being honest about it and you're not actually reporting what's going on you're going to get absolutely raked and lose your entire livelihood like that's that's why free market is infinitely better than this corporatist bullshit that we currently have. Yeah. Well, and it caters to like the small, you know, the smallest minority. There's there's something for every fucking little weirdo out there. And yeah, especially when it comes to like fucking food, like people are ruthless. One bad review could sink your fucking company. Uh, just the allegation of like fraud or something could you know, could totally fuck you. Remember when uh, Chipotle had the, the salmonella outbreak uh, like four or five years ago? Yep. Like I, that was the first time I actually started going to Chipotle because normally the fucking line was out the door. They have one outbreak in like one area on uh, somewhere on the East Coast, I think might have been New York or New Jersey or whatever. Um, and then nobody went there. 
for like fucking six months. And Chipotle spent millions of dollars. They revamped their whole fucking production, the way they handle all the food, their supplier, like from fucking farm to the fucking table. They redid everything. They put in all these new protocols and they did that all voluntarily to try to ensure, you know, assure the people that, hey, our food's safe to eat. And I was like, yeah, you know, they probably just fucking got a bad batch of lettuce or something, forgot, you know, they didn't wash it, whatever. That that shit does happen. I, I don't know what to tell you. But yeah, I was like strolling into Chipotle, no line, only one in there. It's fantastic. But yeah, it just goes to show you like the lengths that they would like, they didn't need the, the government to come in. By the way, they already had all these government regulations in place, um, but they didn't need to be, you know, reprimanded by the government to do that. They did that voluntarily. Right. The government regulations don't prevent things from happening. And the government also doesn't actually hold anybody accountable. The government doesn't hold anybody accountable that is big enough to make a significant impact. If it's a, you know, if it's somebody small that they can, that they can really throw to the wolves, then they'll go after them. But if it's somebody that's actually putting, if it's the ones who are the most negligent, they're the ones who are putting enough money in the government's pockets. They don't care. Well, well, it's the ones that are writing these bills. Like, who do you think wrote this baby formula bill? It's lobbyists. It's those four fucking baby formula companies, if anything. Um, you know, I, I didn't really look into like all the details. You know, I'm sure this bill that they, you know, this is a big fucking deal. This is an emergency. It's probably like fucking 800 pages long. <laughs> you know, it's not like one page bill that could just fucking take everything, you know, into account. But yeah, lobbyists write these fucking bills. And then the politicians sign off on them and you wonder why everything is completely fucking slanted in one direction and, and totally fucked. Well, that's like all you have to do. If you, if you're curious about who is actually writing these bills, just look at the biggest lobbies. Like the, there, there's a huge to do that's made about the gun lobby. It's uh, incredibly small, like the NRA and, and the gun lobbies are ridiculously small, especially when you compare them to the, uh, the pharmaceutical lobbies, the the ones who are so the like the big uh, food entity corporations that are lobbying for the FDA and USDA approvals on stuff, uh, the amount of money that goes towards this stuff for the things that all of these people would think are now you know stamped as F- FDA and USDA approved, and so that means it's good, it's the best stuff. The people who are who are rubber stamping that, they are just raking in money from these huge lobbies. To do that, like, and yeah, and and again, I I just don't, I don't know how much more evidence people need as to the incompetence of of these government actors. It, It it just goes to show you the power of this propaganda, how hard it is to to crack through it. Once it's like taken root, man, it it is a hell of a fucking weed to get out of that garden. And you know, I mean, like. Speaking of government incompetence, it's it's kind of hard to see, you know, why things are going to shit on, on every level of government because they they promote and they hire the the most qualified candidates for every job. Obviously, like just like you would do in the in a free market situation, you know, um, you interview people and the person who's going to do the best job and make you the most money uh, gets gets the gets the nod. That's exactly what happened with uh, Joe Biden's vice president appointee. She was uh, clearly the most popular and most competent uh, of the field. And uh, most recently, we got a new White House press secretary who was just, who had kind of a rough first day. I don't know if you saw that because your internet was out too. I, I did see her and her uh, P- Peter Ducey pretty. I enjoyed the back and forth between Ducey and Saki. They seem to uh, they seem to have fun with the exchange. Mm-hmm. Uh, this chick, I don't think she's going to be as much fun. She just she doesn't seem to uh, understand how ridiculous everything that she says is. Like she takes herself way too seriously. I, I think I think Saki to some extent knew that that the whole thing was just a big bullshit game, and so. Um, and like she could bullshit a little bit right she, she, she would she would not know how to bullshit and your job yeah. is to be a professional bullshitter and believe like it's a tough job now i mean it, it was a really tough job under trump he went through a few of these people but imagine having to spin 
Joe Biden gobbledygook. And, you know, this is, <laughs> I, I was joking about this on Twitter as well. I didn't think Joe Biden could find somebody that could perfectly convey the incoherent ramblings of a senile old man better than, better than that. Like, I didn't think he could do it, but she fucking nailed it. And so she probably is the best person for the job. If you want to get an actual accurate statement from the white house as to like, this could just as easily be Joe Biden up there rambling incoherently. Let's um, let's go ahead and play the clip and get your, have you seen the clip? Oh yeah, uh, we we actually covered it on the morning show. After oh, you did. Happened. It was, okay, uh, I couldn't let that one slip because we talk about Kamala Harris and her ridiculous gobbledygook uh, rambles from time to time. So when this came out, it was like, oh man, this is like Kamala Harris 2.0. I've got to I've got to play this one. So yeah, run run the clip because it is impressively right. yeah. bad. And let me uh, let me share my screen too because I I want to. Uh, you got to see the video too, like how uncomfortable <laughs> she is and everything. It's I know she looks so she looks so awkward the whole time. It's like. Like she she realizes as soon as she asks or as soon as she calls on Ducey to ask a question, like she knows she fucked up and having to try to figure out how she's going to handle this while failing miserably the whole time. Yeah. All right. Let, let's go ahead and roll it. Here you go. This is, by the way, um, black people, uh, women of color and lesbians. She was not shy about telling us that she's checking off a bunch of boxes. Now, I, I um, she's I Haitian remember- too. Don't forget Haitian. Okay. Born. Haitian. Yeah. So, well. I, for a second, I thought you said Asian because I was joking uh, a, a while back when we knew Jen Psaki was going to leave. I was like, I wonder who their next hire is going to be. Who haven't we had in a position of, you know, one of these high profile positions? And I said, yeah, maybe like an Asian woman. But I, I forgot that, you know, the Asians aren't considered minorities or oppressed or anything like that. That, that just, you know, they were doing so well that they don't really count. So yeah, you have to just, go down. You have to go down. Uh, white people. Yeah. You know, you, you start with black people and you work your way down to, to the, you know, the, you start with the most oppressed and you work your way down. And it's nice that, you know, some of these positions, they're just like knocking everybody out, you know, black woman, lesbian, boom, boom, boom. And we're going to get through this list a lot quicker, but so this is who's representing you by the way. So uh, here we go. Sure, are you talking about a specific tweet? Intuitions pay their fair share. Look, you know, we have talked about um, making sure that the wealthiest among us, and uh, that is something that, uh, you know, the president has been, you know, working on. So it's very important uh, that, uh, you know, as we're seeing costs rise, uh, as we're talking about how to, you know, pull for everyone, it doesn't leave everyone behind. That is an important part uh, of that. Lower the cost. Hang on, I want to pause it for a second. It's funny when, you know, like she's just stuttering around looking for something to say. And then her eyes light up when she remembers like one of their talking points. And she's like, and, and you know, we've been talking about this and this is something that's important to us. And uh, oh, when you're trying to create an equal and opportunity society and everything's great. <laughs> she that lights up like she's got a great point. And she's like, well, you still didn't answer the fucking question. So here it is again. Let's 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 take another swing at this one. How does raising taxes on corporations increase inflation? The cost of gas, the cost of used car, the cost. Encourage those who have done very well, right? Especially those who tax code that doesn't change, that doesn't charge percentage of their earnings. That the most fortunate people in our nation, and not let this this that stand in the way of reducing energy costs and fighting this excess. Support basic collective bargaining rights as well, right? That's also important. without having a fair tax code. Manufacturing workers, cops, you know, it's not fair for them to have who are who are not paying taxes at all. Okay, wait, we got to pause it again. Did they um, give her like a list wow. of these are all the the talking points? you have to hit throughout your q a portion and she's just like oh man i can knock all of these out in the first question and not have to deal with it again like i can just free ball from here yeah it, it reminded me of two different things one it reminded me of this fucking buffalo shooters manifesto where he's just <laughs> in everything it's like one word for everybody oh cops workers unionization uh climate change <laughs> like <laughs> the fuck are you talking about it's like yeah they'll just throw out these words what and is, then the other one, what does climate change have to do with inflation what does unionizing have to do with inflation I, i'm so confused i'm like i didn't realize that inflation was such a uh, broad topic that it that it was very specifically influenced by all of these little tiny things um yeah 
Yeah. And then the other thing I was reminded of is like super troopers where they pull somebody over and they're like, let me see how many times I can say meow the most. But she's like, let me see how many fucking buzzwords I can get out. <laughs> Just like cops, workers, and uh, climate change. And middle you know, class. And then she's like, and then she has to remind herself what she's talking about. She's like, and when we're talking about like corporations paying their fair share, which is what I'm talking about. It's like, are you sure? Are you sure that's what you're talking about? Like, you might want to listen to And then she's like, though. and these. These working class people shouldn't be paying a higher percentage of their income in taxes than these corporations. Like, um, y'all built the tax structure. What do you mean? <laughs> like, right. Well, and like, okay, so increase taxes on corporations. What are they going to do? Are they, are they going to pass the cost on to their customers? So they're paying more for whatever they're, you know, buying from these corporations. Some of that's going to happen. And yeah. Uh, if you lower inflation, like the other reason government likes inflation is because your nominal dollar amount that you earn pushes you up higher into higher tax brackets. So it's like you're going to be making, you know, the equivalent of 50000 a year, but you're going to be paying taxes at 150000 a year pretty soon. All right. Let's uh, maybe she's, we're about, you know, two thirds of the way through this clip. I'm sure we're going to get an answer any minute now. Let's make sure the wealthiest corporations pay their fair share. Create a disinformation board yeah. should review this tweet. These individuals on earth or the middle class that cut some of the biggest costs families face. About. That's why we're, we're talking about uh, lowering infinite is achieving by asking the richest taxpayer about. Okay. Um, what does the deficit the of, uh, reduction have? We can stop. Number one, what does the deficit reduction have to do with inflation? And number two, how are they actually ac accomplishing any deficit reduction? Because I've seen this and heard it uh, at least a, at least two or three times over the last several weeks that that the Biden administration has done all of this impressive work to reduce the deficit. Um, how? What like what did you do to reduce the deficit? Because you're still uh, you're still exercising deficit spending at astronomical rates. Like 2021 had some of the highest deficit spending of our generation. So, um, what, well, they're, what they're going back, they're going way, way back to the $7 trillion we spent in the last year under Trump in 2020. And so they're like, look how much what we brought down this deficit from like, you know, six point something trillion over budget to only 3 trillion over budget. It's like, okay. Uh, that's not a reduction. <laughs> no, no. Well that, but that is as far as government's concerned, that's like a 50% fucking budget cut for them. <laughs> Even though they're just slowing the rate of growth, that that's another fucking lie that they tell you. I do actually do have another an, another clip of her because she's not done trying to answer this question. It really is just unbelievable. But listen, like, just say that it doesn't. My God, lady. And it's like, what's really impressive is so then she gets to go after Bezos. So the left hated Bezos, and then they loved Bezos. And now we hate Bezos again. Uh, like they loved Elon, and now they hate Elon. Like, do we do we know what direction we're going with on these yeah. different billionaires? Like, do we love yeah. them? Do we oh, hate man. them? Yeah. I can't keep up. Them. Yeah, because I have to. I have to do the opposite of whatever they do. And honestly, it's just becoming too much of a headache for me to try to figure out which side they're on and all of this. I, I'm just going to have to formulate my own opinion and decide that I absolutely love billionaires and I think they should probably run the world instead of politicians. Yeah. And you know, that, that angle was kind of weird. Cause like she's flipping through this book, like the entire time looking for talking points and like, it's clear that she landed on the wrong page <laughs> and she's just like, I, I don't know, I'm going to read from whatever page this is. Cause I can't keep flipping through this. And yeah, it, she doesn't address the, the thing at all. She's just like a taxes. Okay. And she's trying to like make this connection between tax increases and inflation that's not there like that's why she's having like trouble with this so just admit that that tweet was fucking stupid and it doesn't do that or come up with like some you know we'll circle back to that i don't know something i'm not a good bullshitter either which is right. like but i can at, at least, least speak you know i can speak to inflation like just start talking about the economy or inflation or anything but she has literally nothing to add to an economic conversation because she knows nothing she if if you're not talking about racism or eating pussy she has nothing to fucking contribute to the conversation
it, I, I mean, I'm, the racism thing for sure. Have you have you seen some of the clips? There's a montage of like I've seen it. Yeah, twelve. To, I think it's twelve different clips of her from over the last like several years. And literally every time she's asked a question about something, she turns it into racism. Yeah. Everything is racism. So I, I mean, if that's the only fucking tool in your belt, pull that out. Just start talking about racism. I, anything would have been better than what you just did. But well, this- that's like like Saki. Saki had the ability to think on her feet. Like for as much as we may not have liked her, she was she was sharp and she was good at the job. For what like you have to understand what the job is. Well, she I wasn't guess. a token hire, right? She actually understood how the game was played, and so so she would you know the circle back thing. We we make a joke of it, but that was. That was an intelligent move on her part because as soon as the question was asked, she knew she didn't have a good answer. She knew there was no way to answer that in an intelligent way and that whatever she did, she's just going to end up sounding like this dumb bimbo. So she said, we'll circle back to that. She just cut it off at the, she cut it off at the knees and moved on. And yeah, you gotta, you know, you you take the lick and, and you just go and you, you live another day. Like this is, this is fucking embarrassed, like humiliating. And this is what you get when you just hire somebody because they're a woman, they're black and they're a lesbian. If, if, if those three topics don't come up in the conversation, this chick has nothing to fucking add of, of you know, like what is everything's racism. Everything is right. Ra- she sees everything through this prism of lesbianism and racism and woman. And, and this is like, this, this is what, what's going to rep, like, this is what we've been waiting for. This is the big push. We need to get all these people of color into high profile positions. And this is what you go with. Gee, talk about fucking hurting your cause. I say, maybe God, maybe be, it's because I do have a little bit of politician and a little bit of sociopath in me. Like, I feel like I could defend her position better than what she's defending her position, even having like zero belief in anything that they do. An upturned mop with a bucket for a head could defend this position better than she just did. And she's not done yet. I do have another clip, but like if I was, if I was a black person that like was really, you know, on board with this agenda of putting people of color in these high profile positions, I'd be fucking livid as to what the Joe Biden administration is doing. Like get some, I know that there are better, there, there are smarter, more competent black people than this chick out there that could do a hell of a good job. Even if you just got like an old, like angry black grandma that would just like give you the fucking business when you try to ask her a sassy question or something like that, go with that. Like this is, this is nonsense. And, and to, to put this on display, it's like, I, I was saying that it was like a modern day minstrel show. This is like what they, you know, people are laughing at them now. And, and this is not representative of, of uh, you know, what the, the black race has to offer. It's just what's representative of this woke, ridiculous culture that's obsessed with racism. They, they eat, sleep and drink it. And if you ask them another question, anything, you know, speak intelligently about inflation for 20 seconds. Uh, frantically flipping through the pages, no idea what to say. Uh, bumbling, you just sound like a bumbling idiot. And this is apparently who, uh, you know, uh, black lesbian women have to associate themselves with now because that's the retarded game that we're playing. Everybody that looks like me, that it has, it, that's me. They represent me. And I have to like, this, this is a big deal. Oh God, it's so stupid, but we're going to run out of time again. So let's play. We're going to take a, one more crack at this. One more crack and see if she has an answer for us. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and roll it here. Americans are now spending $5,000 a year on gasoline. That's almost double what they did a year ago. Where are people supposed to go to get all that extra cash? To get the extra cash to pay for gas? Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the things that we've been very clear about is to do everything in our power uh, to make sure uh, that we lower costs. Uh, you know, it is important. We see it. The president understands what the American people is are, is going through. Uh, and that's why uh, we're doing everything that we can. We've made uh, multiple announcements in the past uh, several several months of what we're doing, whether it's the strategic uh, petroleum reserve, whether it's the ethanol 15, to make sure 
sure that uh, that uh, that the American people are not feeling Putin's uh, price hike. This is where this is coming from. 60 to 70 percent of the current price it. hike that we have seen has come from Putin's aggression against Ukraine. So, so the president announces on March 31st that he's got all these steps to lower gas prices and it's still Putin's fault seven weeks later. Well, because what I'm saying is since the war, since Putin's war, aggression against Ukraine started back in February, we did see a spike. But before then, it had uh, the price uh, the, pr the the price per, per gallon had fallen down about 10 cents or more. And then Putin started his aggression on Ukraine, uh, his violent aggression on Ukraine uh, against their democracy, against their uh, against their sovereignty. And we saw about, I mean, the facts show it went up about 60 to 70 percent. So it is Putin's tax hike. This is what we're talking about. It was a you know the price of gas was only up a dollar and a half from this time in 2021 but it went to down this time now cents. but it went down 10 cents so obviously we had been doing good things before putin's gas hike yeah and there it was and she was like that was the clip i think that you could really see her flipping through the binder and um that might have been i don't know if that was a that might have been a different day I think she was wearing something different. So I don't know if he asked her again about the, like the same, took another shot like the following day, but she's really flipping through the fucking book. And yeah, she found the, the Putin page and that's what she's going with. And I, I don't know what to say. Like, you can't keep doing, you are hurting your, if your cause is like, let's get minorities in positions of power to break these glass ceilings. Like this is a fucking unmitigated disaster unmitigated disaster you're hurting your cause you're you're making everybody look foolish that that's on board it's like okay so this is why we haven't had any any black women in this position because they're all like this is that what i'm supposed to assume because she represents all black women right well black lesbian maybe if we get a straight black woman in there she'll be a little better maybe it's just I, the lesbian kamala is absolutely no better so i mean we've we've oh. heard kamala speak so Speaking of, I ha I have a clip of her. Would we like to see the uh, you know your fearless vice president? Let's let's roll this audio because um, yeah, this was the first the first major token hire for the for the Biden administration is our vice president here. Let's go ahead and roll this one. Our world is increasingly more interconnected and interdependent. That is especially true when it comes to the climate crisis, which is why we will work together and continue to work together to address these issues, to tackle these challenges, and to work together as we continue to work operating from the new norms, rules, and agreements that we will convene to work together on to together. Optimize global action. Together. Hang on, I, I need to write that one down. Who are we going to work? Are we, are we, we're working together on this one. Are we sure about that? We're all in this together. God, this is like, this is what she does professionally. She is at like the upper echelon of, of her field. This is who the, the black girls are supposed to look up to and Indian girls, I suppose, right? She's or she, part Indian. Yeah, Indian and yes, Jamaican and yeah. yeah, like this is who they look up to now, I guess. Just a, a bumbling buffoon. But yeah, I mean they're they're certainly like on point as far as the Biden administration is concerned. Like this is like the perfect hire. You go in there and it's like do your best, like do your best to convey a message from Joe Biden. Uh we're going to work together and together and uh Putin price hike and t tax the rich and blah blah like just a bunch of fucking incoherent ramblings and they fucking nailed it. That is the bite. They sum up the Biden administration perfectly. So I guess I can't like, maybe she is the best person for the job. If that's the qualifications they were going for. It feels like the, uh, the show title for today should be incoherent ramblings of policy of political figures. <laughs> Cause that's what all, all of this has been. <laughs> yeah. But I'll let you, I like the, the title you came up with for the last one. I was like, what am I going to call this? And then, you you put out the video. I was like, oh yeah, that's perfect. I don't know why I didn't think of that myself. I'm sharp sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike any of these characters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess I guess we'll get out of here on that. That very inspiring message from our our VP. Speaking on like a huge forum to like heads of states from around the world. Like this is it. This is who we're putting up there. It is fucking unbelievable. But we hey, we're definitely not sending our best. No, but you know, 
now, now the important thing is that all of these women of color have somebody to look up to <laughs> and an example of what not to do when you get there. Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't know. Anything you want to add? Anything you got to plug? <laughs> no, but I think that's about it. All right. Yeah, this is funny because I have a clock that's counting me down. Now I got two minutes and 44 seconds to wrap the show. So uh, follow me on Twitter if you want to get excruciating details of me explaining why we don't need the FDA, among other things. I post some memes on there and, and you know, have, have fun with it. But that's at Pedal Fiction. Check out our merch store. I'll link to it in the description. We got to come up with some merch from this episode. Come up with some designs. Hit me up for the designs that you want. You can put it on anything. Mugs, shirts, bags. It's a... Uh, it's pretty cool. So if you have an idea based off of this show of something that I should create, let me know. And maybe I'll create it just for you. Uh, private Facebook group. We're still doing the um, Friday night happy hours. Next Friday will be one. Be an interesting one because I'm supposed to fly back to Chicago. I don't know when I'm getting in. So next Friday's might be, end up being on Saturday or something. But we'll... Uh, you can uh, get into that by becoming a supporting listener of the show. I'll link to that in the description. I think that's everything. Leave me a five-star rating and review. That was a great episode. I think we fucking crushed it, especially since I was half asleep the whole time. And check I, out the video over on Rumble. Subscribe to Rumble. Share yes. that get, Rumble, so we can get a, a video channel going again. Rumble, Discord server. How do they do that? How do they do all this shit? I'll send you some links. All right. I'll link to all this stuff in the description. Sometimes I say that and I forget to do it. This time I mean it, even though I haven't had my coffee yet. And if you guys can do all that for us, we will be back on Tuesday with a brand new episode for you. And until then, you know the drill. Just keep on peddling that so-called fiction. <laughs>